Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, San Diego? Two o'clock. It is Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Uh, sports is, uh, is, is popping today. Quite a bit going on. NFL making news as it tends to do 365, 24-7, even when they're not playing, even when it's not a playoff game that we're talking about. NFL in the news. uh, Sean Payton apparently has found a place that uh, suits his his liking. He'll be headed to Denver after Denver and the New Orleans Saints come together on some picks that were exchanged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Do the Denver Broncos have any picks anymore? Well, that's what I thought. I didn't think they had any, but then I then I was reminded that they traded Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins, got a first round pick back, the one they lost, giving oh. it to to Russell Wilson. So, so he did. So Sean Payton did get what he wanted for himself. Is he, a, a he, he, for Sean Payton? <laughs> he did. Let me welcome in my partner Crisello, who returns from Boise. How was your uh, your trip back? Not a not a successful trip for the no uh, not for ladies. They lost a game they probably should have won, but uh, you know I always have a good time uh, on the road. Uh, good to be back though, and uh, be able to see Scraby face to face. I was a little bit upset that the uh, Philadelphia Eagles jersey I ordered from Amazon.com did not arrive. I really wanted to wear it in today. Just to, uh, <laughs> it still hasn't showed up rub yet. Rub it in his face oh, a little bit. God. You know I didn't get a chance to personally. No, you did. You know, let it sink in yesterday. The floor is yours. But uh, no, I, I I'm gonna be easy. I nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He literally changed his he, mind and mid sentence. He was about to let it go. I was gonna go. Yeah, it's gonna be easy on him. But yeah, I mean, he he gave us so much grief for the last three months of the 49ers yeah. to not lose a single game. He did. So he did. no matter how it was that they did lose, the fact is that uh, there are no more 49ers. And uh, now you know they're kind of becoming the franchise that loses NFC Championship games. That's all. So you know, that's a nice thing to be known for, but uh, probably not what you're 100 percent after. You know what the worst part is? Is that I can't dispute it. No, you can't. But uh, my team has been there. Is yes, it? Is true? Isn't it weird that we continue to have the same conversation? It's the last thing I'm gonna say about the Niners. Okay, scrape, and then I'm gonna move. Okay, on. then I get one more too. Okay, that's fine. Isn't it weird that we continue to have the same exact conversation about the San Francisco 49ers when it's all done? You know what that conversation is? They lose in the NFC Championship. No, no, besides that, there's there's another conversation that we have often. Man, you know, this might be the team that doesn't need a quarterback to actually win a Super Bowl. And it turns out every single year that is absolutely wrong. 
They yeah. do need a quarterback. Everybody needs a quarterback. <laughs> you you got to have one. Uh, yeah. yeah, they need some sort of semblance of quarterback. They can't just have Christian McCaffrey taking passes. I mean, but here's the thing, snaps. whether it's whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or he gone. Uh, or whoever it may be, they can't quite get over the hump. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's the last thing I'm saying. I say. was listening to our uh, open from yesterday on the drive-in, and I thought I put the 49ers game behind me, but me yelling about the replay brought it all back up, <laughs> and I still can't believe it. Like, yeah. I No, there's two things. I'm more so now angry with Kyle Shanahan for not just Oh, you're, so your anger has shifted It's shifted because it is his... his his responsibility to protect the team and to just throw the foot. It's the first half. If you lose that challenge and then you lose a timeout, who cares? You still got one challenge and you have three timeouts coming in the second half. Just throw the stupid flag. I'm done. Well, Kyle Shanahan not only cost you that, but he cost you both your quarterbacks. By <laughs> yes, not being yes able he to did. You can't, you can't say that. You can't well, say I can. that. Play when design. You a, when you put a backup tight end on Hassan Reddick, I mean, you're asking for your quarterback to get slaughtered, and that's exactly what The happened, news gets better so. for you, though. What? The news gets better. Oh, Trey Lance. D'Amico Ryans. Oh. oh he oh. go. Oh. <laughs> I just lost another guy. <laughs> I expected that. I expected that to happen. I did. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans is uh, going to go to the Texans. Uh, that's a good hire for the Texans. That's where he started, right? Yeah. That's where he played, right? Yeah, six years uh, yeah, he's contract. he's a good player there. Yeah. He's a good player there. But let's get back to Sean Payton because that's kind of the news of the day, guys. And, you know, I, I just think the Broncos, I mean, this is a desperation move. But I will say at least the Broncos, unlike their baseball counterparts, mm. are doing something drastic to try and get back in the running. I mean, you know, I, I can't I can't be critical of the Broncos. I mean, they gave up a first-round pick, which is Miami's pick they got in that other trade. For 30th, Bradley I Chubb. believe it I is. I think that's the 30th pick overall. They also gave up a second-round pick next year in 2024. So they're giving up quite a bit to get Sean Payton, and they're also going to give him a ton of money. And they're also going to give him a broken-down quarterback in Russell Wilson mm. to work with. And it's going to wow. be interesting to see how well Sean Payton can do with that. But, you know, Denver finally recognized that they made a huge mistake with the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett. And... They feel like the only thing they need to get that turned around in Denver is a coach. And so they're willing to risk everything on a coach. Now, here's my question to any team in the AFC, including the Broncos, it includes the Dolphins, it includes the Chargers, it includes the Ravens, it includes a bunch of teams. What are you going to do the next five to ten years about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. I mean, who is going to beat those teams with those three quarterbacks? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the Broncos might be better. They might be more of a contender. Certainly they were a year ago. But does anybody in their right mind think that the hiring of Sean Payton has moved the Broncos ahead in the pecking order of any of those other three teams? Uh Maybe, maybe not. I, I think it, it, it'd be silly to just say, "Ah, well, they got those three guys. Let's just uh, <laughs> there's let's nothing just, we let, can do. Let's just pack it in, right?" <laughs> because you just don't know how every year is going to play out. I mean, Tom Brady. Let's let's remove the Tom Brady we saw last year. Uh, even you could say, "Let's remove the Tom Brady we've seen the last two years." There's a long stretch of time where it was Manning and Brady and. Yeah. They're all in the AFC. Teams still put together their best bullet every year, 
And that's what you're going to have to do. To me, I don't think the, the, the Broncos are risking a lot. What I, I think, regardless of what happens down the line with Russell Wilson, um, you know you have a head coach that knows what he's doing. You know you have a head coach that can put together a team, let's say four or five years from now, after Russell is, be, is beyond where, where he's going to be, you're still going to have a really high-level head coach that you can, you know, then put forth the effort to to build a team around. I, for one, am am not willing to call uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, I have to really slow down because Russell Westbrook and Russell Wilson yeah. like to fly off my tongue a lot. I'm not willing to just throw away Russell Wilson. I think uh, a good head coach like this, a great head coach like Sean Payton. You know this. This whole thing has been a dumpster fire. Because it has been a dumpster fire, we must say. It was a dumpster fire last year. Uh, I think he's still got something in the tank, and it remains to be seen. Ultimately, the, the, the his play will prove that out one way or the other. But I like this move, for, you know, aside from Russell Wilson, I still like this move for Denver Broncos, who have a pretty talented roster outside of Russell Wilson. Well, the other question is, is how great is Sean Payton? I mean, I, I, I think everybody kind of just uh, automatically assumes that Sean Payton is a fantastic, one of the great head coaches uh, the NFL has ever had. Uh, I think he's good. He has a Super Bowl win. So does Mike McCarthy. Having a Super Bowl win doesn't necessarily lock up your spot in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Mike McCarthy last won a Super Bowl at the end of the 2010 season. He seems pretty much washed up at this point. Sean Payton last won a Super Bowl at the end of the 2009 season, so it's even longer ago than Mike McCarthy. Um, Sean Payton's success was directly tied to that of Drew Brees. Now, you know, when he didn't have Drew Brees, Saints kind of fell apart at the end. I just, I'm you can say that about Bill Belichick. You can say that about probably any coach, exactly. Right? right? I mean, it comes down to players. You're going to have to have players, and that takes me back to my original statement: the AFC was at least until something that we can't see coming happens, is going to be dominated by the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And if it's not dominated by them, it's probably going to be dominated by Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Maybe. Because they they haven't showed much either. No, they haven't been able to get past the Chiefs. I mean, they just can't. And uh, the AFC East, Miami can put together whatever they want to put together, and they're trying, but are they really going to be able to beat Josh Allen? And, uh, and in the in the north, is anybody going to be able to beat Joe Burrow? I have a tweet from Ian Rappaport. So the Sean Payton wasn't even the Broncos' first choice because apparently, from him, he's saying, "Unbelievable! The Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryan's again before he recommitted to the Texans. When he agreed to the term with the Texans, they moved and finalized Sean Payton. Not even their first choice." Well, I don't know if that means anything though because it does though. Demigo Ryan is like the hottest name on the on the charts right now. Like but they, he would have been the coach, and Sean Payton wouldn't have if he would have accepted the Broncos' offer. Right, but I'm so saying that's the second best. That's the Broncos looking at Sean Payton's second best. I think you, you've made that point. I said that I don't that's know. If, the I, I don't know that Sean I don't know best. that that means anything though. As much did saying. you hear the part about second best? <laughs> yes. We did. We heard that. Yes, very good. Um, I I don't know. Here's the thing. I think everybody's going to put big headlines and bold letters that Sean Payton is the coach of the Denver Broncos. Until I see something different, it doesn't move the needle to me in the AFC. It doesn't change anything. The best three teams are going to be the Chiefs. They're going to be the Bills. They're going to be the Bengals. The Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence are coming in the South. 
I, I just don't see how Sean Payton's going to be able to break up that group. So, what? But my question, my question, Denver, everything they've got to bring him in. My question is, what coach would break up that group? I don't know if anybody would. So maybe he, the maybe the Chargers are even thinking a little bit along that line, saying, "Let's just stick with what we have," because why go out and spend a lot of money on somebody that's not going to be able to get us over the hump? So, so is it the, is it the money that is, now, is you disturbing know who I sound you? Like now, the more I'm talking, I'm sounding like the Colorado Rockies owner right now. <laughs> I'm saying, is, is the money is bothering you about this bill the move? No, because ultimately they already fired their head coach, and I think you would agree he wasn't the right guy for the job. I right. Would agree. So at that point, what are your options? Sean Payton is an option out there. They sounds like they tried to get D'Amico Ryan's first, which. Wouldn't it cost him, at least from a pick standpoint? Who knows what it would cost him in terms of the money? But the next best option, and can you guys think of another a better option than Sean Payton after D'Amico Ryans? I don't know. It's, it's a lot of money. Kellen Moore? It's a lot of money. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was already taken, I think, <laughs> was, too, by the way. I don't know. Maybe I'm, just, maybe I'm just whining over here because I know my team is never going to a Super Bowl. And maybe I'm, uh, I, I'm taking that and... Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I'm just looking at what's out there in the AFC. These guys look like they're so darn much better than everybody else. And all the other teams just look like they're going to be having fun for the next five to seven years trying to catch them. Take uh, take solace in what you saw your San Diego Padres do last year. Because it felt like that through a lot of last season before they got hot. And all of a sudden they took down the big bully on the block in the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm just saying... You you can't just pack it in and be, and just be like, oh, man, these guys. And I, it's not that I even disagree with you, right? Because Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, they're not going anywhere. No. They're, they're, they are the cream, creme de la creme. But you still do owe it to your base to go out there and compete and at least try to, to see if you can pull off the upset. Yeah, and so listen. Well, teams are definitely trying in the AFC. Yeah, for sure. It, it, there's no doubt. There's but no I doubt. I think Denver needs better players to give Sean Payton a legitimate shot. I think they need a little better. Better ball players ball. or better quarterback. Better, better play from their quarterback. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to criticize. I'm not working your way out no, but, no, but any more than I already have. I would. I would. I, I can certainly understand you saying they need a better quarterback because uh, just based off of the way he played last year, I don't think that their roster as a whole. Is all that flawed? They had they had their best running back go down like second game of the season. True, their defense is still really good despite having to play as much defense as they played last year, and so I think there are pieces. Now, there's a strong argument to be made based off of last year that they do need a better quarterback. I just for one am, am willing to at least see another year of poor play before I'm willing to say, all right, get him out on. of here. Yeah, well, I mean, because look, look, we had. Uh, the guy from the Washington Post on yesterday. Jerry, Jerry Brewer. Jerry Brewer, who I really, really like. And he brought up the point that both Brady and Aaron Rodgers, especially Aaron Rodgers, definitely going to get traded to the AFC. And how right. are those guys <laughs> going to overcome the same thing I'm talking about? No matter how great Rodgers was, no matter how great Brady was, no matter what situation they're in, if they go to the AFC – that's where those three guys are waiting. So that was yeah. a point that Jerry Brewer made. I'm kind of re bringing it's a, it back It's a up fair again. point. But it's just tough right now in the AFC. You're right, Tony. You have to keep trying. You have to keep hoping you can fire a good bullet. Maybe somebody will. Maybe somebody emerges that you just had no clue was going to emerge. Expecting. Yeah, I mean, you have to keep trying. And, and I give credit to the Broncos here. 
because they're at least trying. And so I just don't know. I, I think everybody's going to make a big deal out of the Sean Payton yeah, hire. Yeah, you're probably right. I think he's going to have a little, little more difficulty. Just I, I don't. You're not expecting the I'm Denver Broncos to go from walk in and right. just you know pull off a miracle right, right away. Right. No, I I agree with that. Sean Payton was actually third best. I forgot about all the interviews they had with John Har or Jim Harbaugh. So third best. This is this is Jim this Harbaugh. is this is gravy. Yeah, rumor. Jim Harbaugh was uh, heavily rumored to be. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. I was yeah, yeah, not John. John. I did yeah. say John. I miss I misspoke on the name, yeah. but third best for Sean Payton. Didn't they bring in a couple of uh, African American candidates for interviews too, uh, just for fun? Uh, probably. Yeah. You know, you have to. So yeah. I know there's, there's <laughs> that's that an part. Old thing. That every <laughs> that's team an old thing. Seems to have to do. Aztecs in action. Men's Aztecs uh, basketball team in action tonight in Reno, taking on the Wolfpack. Aztecs looking to get their win total to 18, 17 and 4, number 22 in the nation going into tonight's game. Um, so that's uh, always a tough place to go in and get a win. Uh, Aztecs looking to, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, they lost to, the, to Nevada at home, right? Uh, lost to New Mexico at home. Oh, it was New but, Mexico. Uh, New Mexico. They, they had a pretty tough. Damn. They blew out Nevada for the most they part. They did. And then at the end they of the got game, it within Nevada like 12 or something like that. Or yeah. something. It was a late yeah. comeback. But Nevada. Has not lost a home game yet this year. They're 10-0, and 0, so right. it's going to be a challenge for sure. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, the Athletic, particularly Dennis Lynn, released his report card for the NL West. We'll tell you what kind of student the Padres were when we come back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, what grade would you give the Padres for their offseason? Dennis Lynn from The Athletic checks in with his mark. We'll get to it in just a second. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Quinn and Chris on 97.3 The Fan. We are working with the master of misinformation. Okay, no, that's not true. And in this case, he's just the reader <laughs> of misinformation. See, we have to go back, nope, nope, have to, go nope, back nope. to our first segment. DeMarco Ryan's. D'Amico. Uh, D'Amico. Oh, master of misinformation. Don't, don't reach. His name. That's don't a reach. big difference. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Ryans is the new coach of the Houston Texans. Mr. Payton is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, uh-huh, According uh-huh. to Scraby and what he read us, the Broncos From, really yeah. wanted D'Amico Ryan settled Rappaport. for Sean Payton, but now apparently that information was wrong. The uh, arch nemesis of Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, has checked in. He's checked in, huh? And I believe he was replying right to Ian Rappaport without tagging him because he said... Timing of today's two hires was completely coincidental. Broncos were zeroed in on Sean Payton and didn't make any contact this week with D'Amico Ryans or his agent. Denver was focused on Payton and Houston on Ryans. So we don't know what to believe. That's, that does sound like he was di- oh, yeah, yeah. directly reacting to Ian Rappaport's I can't trust Adam Schefter either. I can't trust either of them. They both have missed. They both have missed. A and lot. they've both been right a lot. They, so. they both true, have been too. right a lot, too. That's very Let, true. Let's give them their due. Uh, coming up on the program today, about an hour from now, we'll have a, a round of uh, the pop quiz today. Tony Wynn Jr. There it is. Tony Wynn <laughs> Jr. will have a chance to uh, retake the title from Scraby, who shockingly took it from him. He said he was going to shock the world. He the did. Triple so um, we'll have a round of uh, pop quiz coming up. Uh, AJ Casavell from MLB.com is going to join us to talk some Padres coming up in about 15 minutes. All right, before we get to that, Padres, Dennis Lynn, who covers them for The Athletic, gives the Padres a B-plus, guys, for their offseason. Um, it's a little low. That's a tough grade. That's I think a that's one low. of the higher marks among teams. Well, it's a, it's one of the higher marks in the uh, NL West. We'll get to the rest of them uh, in just a second. But B-plus tells me that the Padres came up short somewhere. Um, I'm not quite sure where that is. I guess you can have a concern about the bench depth. Well, you can have a concern about the starting rotation depth. But According to Richard, our, our starting pitching is a little... As much like theirs is is what Richard uh, Monfort, Dick Monfort. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll give you his grade in just a second. It's what you think it is. So, you know, Dick Monfort who thinks his starting rotation is every bit as good as the uh, Padres. I mean, that's one of the most laughable things I've ever heard. Hilarious. But um, anyway, so you know, all right, evidently the Padres still have some some room for improvement. I I, I don't know. Zach Granke signed yesterday with the Royals, so. I don't know who's left. If you want to bring in somebody else to compete for the starting pitching rotation, I think you could. Padres at some point have to let some of these young guys come in and see what they can do also. So, you know, I, I think the Padres should be done this off season, And the reason I say that yeah. is because let's just see. I mean, if we get a couple months into the season and you need something, then you got some stuff in reserve. You go out and make a deal, you pick up somebody, but... I don't think the Padres, it's not like they're in a desperate spot, Tony, where they're going to fall 20 games out of first place while they're trying to figure out what to do. Now, listen, everybody uh, we assume is healthy right now. Everybody 
will be healthy going into spring training. So a lot can change between now and opening day. A lot can change between now and the end of May. So you just you just kind of have to let the chips fall where they are, where they may, and see what you actually have. It sounded like when we had Bo Mel on, he was happy with the depth that they had uh, going into spring training. And yeah. so um, I'm going I'm to lean on him and, and believe what he said uh, in terms of that depth and see what happens when they go out and play some games. Yeah. It, may be, it may be apparent, I don't know, March 24th that, all right, maybe there's a need here or there that they can maybe address. Uh, but right now, I think you got to feel pretty good about this team as they get closer and closer, closer to reporting the spring training. Yeah. The other grades in the division, and each grade came from the beat writer who covers the team. So Dennis Lynn did not give all the grades. He graded the Padres and, as mentioned, gave them the B+. The San Francisco Giants received a C-. minus. Of course, the big deal for the Giants was the uh, Carlos Correa mix-up, mm-hmm. and he ends up uh, eventually going to the Twins. Also, Arson Judge. Uh, Giants uh, also came up for Aaron Judge. Why is it Arson Judge? <laughs> what did I miss there? Oh, because John Heyman tweeted out Arson Judge had, what was it, signed at the time? Uh, yeah, he was headed to the to the Giants. To the Giants. But he but he literally spelled out Arson. He, he, oh, he, he spelled he, it wrong. He, yeah, yes. that's why right. we call so him Arson. He made, he made a... Uh, His evil twin. <laughs> he, made an e, he made a typo, and now we're going to call this guy Arson Judge for the rest of his life. It's apparently. a hilarious typo. It is really comical, I must say. Uh, <laughs> Dodgers get a C-minus as well. Uh, they didn't do a whole lot this offseason. They lost some people, so... I think it's understandable that the Dodgers would get a C minus. I think the the Colorado Rockies grade. I don't know how you can give them anything but an F. This is perfect. This is the but perfect they gave, letter. They gave him a D for Dick. Uh, and I mean Monfort. I mean Monfort. Dick Monfort, yes. the uh, Monfort. owner of the Colorado Rockies. I, I don't understand what, what the Rockies are even thinking of doing. They're already a last place team. They finished forty three games back, and they don't add a single player. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks got this most surprising grade to me. Uh, maybe their their beat writers a little more hopeful than I am, but a B plus for the Diamondbacks off season. Uh, can somebody tell me anything that they did? They got Guriel, uh, from, Guriel for, okay. from Toronto. Who's yeah, a, all right, a, a pretty good player. It's all right. Um, they made a couple other moves too. I just can't remember. I off can't top remember of my anything that the Dykes did that really moved the needle. So. Anyway, we'll see if the Diamondbacks can join the uh, the top two in the division or at least the top three. I mean, this division right now looks like Padres, Dodgers, Giants with a half a prayer, Diamondbacks with no chance, and the Rockies with whatever is lower than that in terms of having really no chance to <laughs> compete in the NLS. And I can't wait for the Rockies to come to town to open the season. Okay, they got Guriel Jr. They got Kyle Lewis from the Mariners, the center field of rookie of the year a couple years back. Okay. Longoria is a veteran guy coming in. Yeah. But that, you know, their their hope is surrounded by all of the young prospects they brought up that kind of played well at the end of the year. I all think. Right. All right. So Diamondbacks get the same grade as the Padres. Not sure how you can do that when Bogarts is signed and yeah, Padre got Suarez and Martinez are retained and Nelson Cruz and uh, Matt and uh, Matt Carpenter. Are to added. be fair, the Athletic only handed out three A minuses. That's the highest grade to they anybody. Gave to anybody. Okay, 
Who got those? Do you know offhand? Yeah, I bet you can guess them. Uh, Mets. Yep. Yankees. No. Hmm. Phillies. Phillies. Uh, Who else spent a bunch third of money? one might be kind of difficult. It was the Rangers. Ah, the Rangers got an A minus. Yes. Well, they added Bochi. So that's they, an they, A minus in itself. They did. All they right. did. So uh, we'll talk some more Padres here coming up with AJ Casavell. Get some of his thoughts on uh, whether or not this team has any weaknesses heading into spring training. We are only a couple of ways, a uh, couple of weeks away from the start of spring training. That is, uh, that's fun news around here these days. So. Uh, We'll get AJ's thoughts on that. Talk some baseball when Gwen and Chris continues. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. No, let's try it again. Two thirty-seven. That was a year ago, where it would have been three thirty-seven. Two thirty-seven on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. Uh, it's nice. You guys would be proud of me. Why? How, how I so? touched on it a little bit yesterday, but I want to tell everybody what I was able to accomplish. Oh, yes. In order to yes. watch the AFC and NFC Championship games on Sunday, because I, I, I was am quite proud to Boise and. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. said, you know what? You probably can watch them on your phone. I'm like, I don't know. How am I going to do that? And um, so I downloaded the uh, Fox Sports app uh, for the NFC Championship game. I downloaded the CBS Sports app for the AFC Championship game. Got on the airplane. Tony said, they'll probably have some Wi-Fi. You can just buy it for like 8 to 10 bucks. Purchase the Wi-Fi. And then go on your phone and use your app and watch the games. So first I purchased the Wi-Fi, which for me is a, an accomplishment because they don't like come over and tell you how to do that. No, no, They no. just kind of say Wi-Fi is available. And you got to be careful asking questions. And, you know, they're asking a lot of questions. And so I, I was able to have a hundred dollar Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, I, I'm like, a, I'm, I'm signed up for the Alaska Air Wi-Fi for life. life right. Yeah. I'll be getting a bill for $8 every month for the rest of my life if I hit the wrong thing. So anyway, I signed up for the Wi-Fi and the... NFC game was actually pretty easy to watch because Fox Sports 1 did uh, stream it. So I hit the app, watched the game. The AFC, much different story. CBS, CBS Sports not streaming the game. In order order to watch the AFC championship game, I had to find my way to Paramount Plus. Yes, you did. And I am (laughs) anti-Paramount Plus. I love Paramount Plus. (laughs) Me too. So anyway, I downloaded the app, and guess what? They had a free four-day trial yes. period. God love them for that. So I signed up, and it took me about a quarter to sign up everything <laughs> and go through all of the rigmarole, Tony. A quarter. You know, to figure That's out great. all the right things to hit. But golly, I got a game. And I ended up watching the second quarter, and then we ended up landing. And so I was excited. But then most impressively for me, Tony. You got out of it. Is that when I went back to my room, the game was over. 
I went on, I found my account, and I canceled. Yes. And they wow. ask you all kinds of questions. Yeah. Are you why, sure? why are you canceling? Why are you canceling? Do you want 99% off? Please check the boxes that apply. The only box that applied was, I only downloaded it to watch the AFC Championship game, so the joke's on you, sucker. Good for me to be able to pull that Can we give Chris a round of applause for that? That wasn't that easy for me. That's a new height for Chris right there. you got to be careful with those free trials, though. I know. You forget. Me and my college days. I have lots of free trials. Yeah, you don't want to get caught with a free trial. trials. Because those free trials are not free if you don't cancel them no. quickly. You had you had enough of your four-day free trial. You were done. Uh, my four-day free trial turned out to be about 40 minutes <laughs> of free trial. <laughs> then I decided, nah, Paramount Plus, not for that, me. Not for me. All not right. for me. Let's bring on our uh, premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hat line guest. That's AJ Casavell, MLB.com. AJ, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Well, I know you're doing – I'm doing okay. I know you're doing better than me. For those who don't know, AJ and I are in a fantasy basketball league where we are both – You guys were both in the cellar last yeah, time we we're talked. We're both still pinatas uh, at the bottom <laughs> yeah, of this Yeah, I'm no league. longer at the bottom, though. That would be you. Right? <laughs> yes, that would be you. I, we have flip-flopped, and now I am at the bottom as the pinata. He has passed you. Good good thing for you, AJ. I'm not asking you any basketball questions here. I'm asking you about the Padres. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, speaking of which, the Nets took it to my squad last night, so uh, I'm Yeah, leave. but your team, why do they do I that? Don't know. Tony, would you explain to me why I, they sit LeBron and Anthony Davis out the same game? His ankle his ankle was sore, but it's not sore today cuz he's playing against know, Steph Curry. Has a uh, a message for all those people who don't understand load management, Big 5 everybody. Ooh. Sorry. Sorry about that. Right, we'll get All to right. it a little later. AJ, let's talk Padres. Uh, I don't know if you saw okay. they got they got a grade today of a B plus for their off season. A lot of conversation surrounding, especially now that Dick Monfort has decided to chime in about the Padres starting rotation. Uh, where do you, do you see where do you see if any of the weaknesses that the Padres may have going into spring? Yeah, it's the rotation right now, and I I don't think it's fair to kind of put a grade on it yet because it's. I mean, it's it's not even February yet. And we saw what they did last season right before the season began. They swung a trade to get Shania and bolster that rotation depth. I think there's still a chance. Could look to do something like that, even if it's just a depth piece, just a depth option. Um, like, this rotation has the potential to be pretty good because of the guys they got at the top of it, because some of the upside they have of Nick Martinez, Seth Lugo, if one of them hits. Um it's just not on paper what it was last season going into last year when you had bona fide starting pitching options and that could have extended to seven or eight if one of the one or two of the young rookies hit and Mackenzie Gore did. Like the Padres went in last season with a plan that they were going to let the starting pitching carry them, let the depth carry them for a good chunk of the season, and then when it got to crunch time, then they kind of unleashed their bullpen. If that is still their plan, and I think they'd still like to kind of do something like that. They're not equipped roster-wise to do that right now, and still, uh, they're still actively maybe maybe looking for something like that. AJ, before we continue on with the Padres, I re- and Tony touched on the comments of the Rockies owner Richard Monfort, one Richard Monfort. <laughs> I I'm just curious your thoughts from a small mar a team you know covering a smaller market team like the Padres and seeing what they have been able to do and been willing to do. 
and what the comments of the Rockies owner tell us about the rest of Major League Baseball. Because I've been complaining to Tony all offseason that there's you know, a half dozen or more teams that don't even seem like they're trying, and this is an issue for baseball. It seemed like the, the Rockies owner basically said, you know what, Chris, you're right. This is an issue in baseball because we are not trying. <laughs> we don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting, like, just having watched the last seven or eight years, kind of the way the Padres have transformed and also the way the city has taken to the team and the way the Padres have, like, started to spend this money and, as a result, like, bring money back in because of how invested everyone is in, in, what the, in ticket sales and merchandise and whatnot. I mean, from from a Rockies perspective, I'm like I'm not even close to well enough equipped to talk on the Rockies. I think Peter Seidler had a pretty good comment at the Xander Bogarts press conference when someone asked him, um, "What are your thoughts, kind of on on if the rest of the MLB is wondering, the rest of Major League Baseball is kind of wondering why, like what, how are the Padres doing this?" And he, well, there's there's like two teams I care about. There's my my kids' sports teams and the Padres, mm-hmm. and I can't comment on the rest of on. on the rest of Major League Baseball and what they think, but what the Padres are doing to me probably a little bit more sustainable than what Dick Monfort said uh, in, in those comments. Their their stars are, I mean, there's, there's every possibility that that they see one of their preeminent superstars walk away in the next couple of years, whether it's Soto or who knows what's going to happen with Machado next year. But the foundation's still in place for something really good here, um, and if the Padres can kind of build on the success they had last season and have a successful 2023 season. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you play the game for. Right. And to win and then the Padres have set themselves up to do so. Interesting that Padres owner Peter Seidler elected not to talk about the teams that aren't trying. And, you know, you have Dick Monfort on the other side commenting on the teams that are trying. And we live in a bizarre world, I must say. Uh, AJ Casaville joins us here, MLB.com and, AJ, what, 25 days before the first uh, spring training game. Uh, what are you looking forward to most as we get closer and closer to spring training in terms of the Padres? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting camp because of all the kind of World Baseball Classic and kind of how, how – I mean, we haven't had a quote-unquote normal spring training. And you kind of – all right, here we, we have one. We didn't have it in 2020, didn't have it in 2021, didn't have it in last, last season because of the lockout. And – this year, it feels more normal, but also it, in terms of build-up and prep time and you're reporting essentially when you report otherwise in February. But I'm curious to kind of see what happens in the World Baseball Classic. I, I've always been a big lover of, of the WBC and kind yeah. of what it brings. I just generally love the concept of countries competing against each other in sporting events. It's really, really cool. Um, the Padres are going to have quite a few guys that are that are doing that. So I'm I'm gonna be keeping an eye on on that, but probably more so out of interest in, in the event itself. Um for for just Padres wise in terms of what, what to look for in spring training, I think starting pitching is the first thing because if they are gonna if they're open to maybe making a trade late in the spring window, uh like here well, maybe one of these younger guys steps up. Maybe a guy like Adrian Moyhone, if they could stretch him out closer toward a starter's workload. I want to see what it looks like with Seth Lugo being built up. I, I think starting pitching is probably my first, uh, the first thing I'm watching. Most of these guys, I mean, spring training is is kind of formality for a lot of these guys, so I'm not too concerned about what their numbers look like. But I want to see what 
Pomerantz looks like health-wise, because if he's healthy and you have Josh Hader and Robert Suarez at the back of the bullpen, and you're adding a guy who, when he's been healthy, has been really good for the Padres, that could be one of the best bullpens in baseball. So um, I think I'm, I'm probably maybe a little more focused on uh, on some of the pitching side of things. This offense is is extremely proven, and when you have an extremely proven offense, I'm not so sure that, that the spring matters all that much. AJ Casavello is with us from MLB.com. AJ, I know it's only going to be 20 games, but it's still going to be the first 20 games, and I'm talking about the games that they're going to have to play without Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, how do you see things shaking out in left field to you know opening day and beyond? Uh, I, I you know Soto's in right, Grisham's in center, and we know the infield's completely set. We have two designated hitters. We got a bunch of catchers. Who's in left field? Well, Matt Carpenter's played some outfield before. I think uh, Adam Engel, I mean, I've, that, that signing is a, is a big league signing. I think he goes into camp as the way you're looking at as your number four outfielder. I would say um, this roster is flexible enough and athletic enough that you could probably put any any of those infielders out in, in the outfield. I, I think if I'm looking at the way the Padres line up their starting nine or kind of what the offensive competitions look like in spring, it's a lineup with both Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter in it for those first 20 games, and then maybe you platoon a little bit, maybe Adam Engel in place of Carpenter, um, something like that. And then once Tatis comes back, that's when you get what I think the Padres were going for with this Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenter designated hitter platoon. So, yeah, I mean, it's 20 games. That's the, What is that, one-eighth of the season? Um, kind of got to figure out what you're going to do there, but I think the Padres have some options. You know, one of the things that I feel like kind of gotten overlooked and maybe for good reason is the importance of maybe Blake Snell this year um and back-to-back seasons he's had a rough first half and a an extremely good second half of the season is this the year that maybe he's able to put it all together uh from from the beginning of the season and he was derailed the last two years by injuries going into the year um he could be a piece that not very many people are talking about. I know he finished the season well last year, but hadn't seen him do it a whole season yet. Yeah, it really feels like he is extremely important in kind of what this rotation does this year because the depth isn't there. So you go back to last season, he was hurt a little bit during the first half, struggled a little bit during the first half. That was fine because the Padres had other guys to step up and, and fill in when he was hurt. If if this is the Padres' group of starting pitchers, they're going to they're going to need Blake Snell to, to be what he was during the second half last year. I don't know how he gets there. I don't know what he needs to do. I think I don't know. Maybe change the calendar so that when it's January, he actually thinks it's, <laughs> it's March, and when it's March, he actually thinks it's May or whatever. But he's, he's been so consistently good in the second half that there's something there that he probably needs to harness earlier in the season uh, because when he reaches those heights, he's he's I mean, he's one of Cy Young. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's on his game. He just needs to kind of find that a little earlier in the, in the season, which I, I'm i not sure what the solution to that is, and I'm sure he's spent a lot of time agonizing over what the solution might be to that question. AJ, uh, just your your feel on this, I mean, moving forward, I mean, the Padres, uh, probably at the trade deadline, I mean, we're looking a few months ahead, and who knows what's going to happen between now and then. But based on where we're at now, Padres will probably try to improve the ball club do you get the sense that they will be willing to trade Dylan Lesko or even if necessary Jackson Merrill or some of their big-time farm products in order to really solidify everything that they might need come July for the stretch run? 
Yeah, well, let's see. They just they traded Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams, all those guys last season. So I would say yes. Then just knowing A.J. Preller, he's he's willing to he's willing to gamble. That being said, now they traded all those guys to get Juan Soto. They're not going to just trade those guys for the sake of trading guys because they, I know they they feel very strongly about building a, a farm system and building something that's sustainable in the future. And those are pieces that they think are part of that into the future. So the piece has to be if the Padres get to the trade deadline and making a splash and let's be real, this is AJ Preller. This is a team that's built to contend. They probably will be looking to make a splash at the trade deadline. Uh, the piece has to be right. And I think they're probably gonna gonna cling tightly to some of these these prospects because I think they think very highly of Merrill Loma. Uh, and if the right piece is there that the Padres feel can put them over the uh, over the edge to be legitimate championship contenders i think that that that's when they make that move two questions for you before i let you get out of here aj uh when does your spring training start that's the first well i'm currently trying to figure out whether i'm driving out the morning after the super bowl or the day of the super bowl i know the super bowl is gonna be right there I, that's when i'm that's when i'm leaving uh, either either february 12th or the 13th Lastly, uh, you had a lot of hair last year. Are we expecting a change in, 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 in hairstyle this year? Nope. The hair is staying. You know what? My wife likes it. She didn't like it at first. When it was kind of in that, I had, the benefit of the, I had the benefit of the awkward stage being during the pandemic. You know, like if you're growing your hair out, there's, yes. a, there's a pretty awkward stage where the only time I had to see people was once a week on Padre's social hour. So those, that awkward stage didn't. Like it, it, it didn't have to happen in front of everyone. So uh, I made it here. I'm going to stick with the long hair for at least another season. Good for you. I'll live vicariously through you uh, for the rest of the 2023 season. <laughs> AJ, uh, we'll see you in Arizona, man. Take care. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, see you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks, AJ. AJ Casavell there on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visiting today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. He's a good hair guy covering a team that is a good hair team. It's a it's a fantastic hair guy. Yeah. It, it dropped a little bit. You lose Alfaro and his mane. Yeah, you know that drops you a little bit. Clev Clev's gone as well. So um, the hair game may not be as strong as it was last year. Manaya. He has oh, yeah. some good, some good flow. Good hair guys. Yeah, Wait yeah. a second. Padres get a, a D minus for their off season hair acquisition. Yeah, yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't help their cause. Xander Bogart's got good hair, right? I don't know if short, he's got short hair. Know, short hair. Fernando adds guys. to the long oh, he hair does, gang. He, he got the dreads, does. but yeah. uh, after that, it's Josh Hader. Has well, we know Josh Hader. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's part a, of the gang before. He's a holdover. <laughs> he's <laughs> a holdover <laughs> in the hair game. <laughs> All right. Let's, Tony uh, brings up a good point. They lost three really good hair I guys. I mean, real good. So like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take something. If there, was a, if there was a shampoo sponsor, this was the team that they probably would have went after last year. Yeah. No longer. Let's get to break. When we come back, the Daily Gambit. Scraby locking in on some of these Super Bowl bets. Still two weeks away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 